pray with me? Loving God, we thank you for the rains. We thank you for winter turning into spring. We thank you that we are among people who are faithful enough to come through all this to be warmed by your love in this place. Help us to remember in this season of life how important it is to have that warmth, that our hearts may not turn cold to you and be turned away from your strength, for we need that strength more than ever. So may the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable unto thee, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer, either through us or in spite of us. Speak to us, thy people, we pray. Amen. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. So glad to see you here. And so glad that we're starting our season of Lent. The, the 40 days plus Sundays that bring us to the joy of Easter. We had a, a very special time Wednesday night here. Amen? We celebrated Ash Wednesday very beautifully. And we reflected on our God. God is so joyful when we call out to God. And so grateful when we call out after we've been wandering away. And Lent is a time of reuniting with God, casting away everything that would keep us from the joy of the risen Christ on Easter. We let go of our baggage, our dark places, and we reach out for the comfort and support of one another and our family of faith to look for Easter sunlight. Humble as we may be, God wants us to find that light. And we all come here from many different directions. Just as our families came to this nation from many different places, as we saw in our children's message. Most of our families came from very humble places, right? Hoping to find a better life here. Even the original Americans thousands of years ago, right? And my own, my own family is no different. One of my ancestors, Thomas Blossom, was on a boat called the Speedwell, going to America in 1620. And it was a sinking wreck, kind of a junkyard boat, you might say, because that's all he and the other pilgrims going to America could afford. And he and other very poor Christians had to wait in Leiden, Holland for nine more years before they could afford to make that journey to Massachusetts. And my, my father's mother's family were farmers from a, a small village outside of Manchester, England. And my mother's family came from many places also, including her great-grandfather, who came from a place called Kachau, in the west of what is today the, the Czech Republic. He was a Jew who had converted to Christianity and had been shunned by his relatives. And so he came to find a new life in what was then a frontier settlement called Alabama. And he became a Methodist. Farmers, frontier settlers, carpenters, you name it, like you, like, and like many Americans, it's all part of that mix, amen? We're all here today as people who came from wanderers, people who left everything behind that they had ever known most of them on a journey of hope. They didn't know exactly what they'd find. And often, what they found was nothing like what they expected. Often it was harder than they ever expected, but still, they came and 
whatever way they could to get here. And our ancestors began a hard journey and lived to tell the tale of coming from nothing to become Americans. Thousands of years ago, there was a man called Moses, and he was at the end of a 40-year journey through the deserts. He had led the Israelites out of Egypt, out of slavery, because God had called them out of Egypt to endure on a journey of hope to find a better place and to live there and as a better people. And they hadn't simply wandered around that desert for 40 years. No, God had changed them when they were there. God took the people who had never experienced the living God in their lives and made them a people who put the living God at the center of their lives. And they humbled themselves before the Lord our God, and they built disciplines of faith in the desert. Disciplines of being faithful people together. And they they were ready to cross into their promised land then, filled with God. And as we read today in Deuteronomy, Moses took this moment to speak to the people of Israel, to remind them that in spite of all that they had accomplished in the desert through their faith, in spite of all the strength and power that they had gained in their lives because of their faith, they shouldn't let go of remembering of where they had come from. They had all come from Jacob, a wandering Aramean, a nobody who the living God spoke to many generations before that. God gave Jacob a new name, Israel, meaning someone who struggles with God. And the people of Israel struggled through time to remember their God. And they became slaves in Egypt, like many who came to America as slaves. And they were forgotten people. They didn't have hope. And then God called to Moses from the burning bush to lead his people on a desert journey, become a new kind of people, people who lived with hope in the living God. Now, I'm sure you notice that when we're talking about faith here, we talk about journeys very often, right? Well, that's the truth of who we are as people of faith, amen? If we want to become stronger people of faith, more loving people of faith, more joyful people of faith, more peaceful people of faith, we don't do it by staying in the same old places doing the same old things. As that old saying goes, if nothing changes, nothing changes. It was true in the time of Noah. It was true in the time of Abraham. It was true in the time of Jacob. It was true in the time of Moses. It was true in the time of the great prophets Elijah and Elisha. And it was most definitely true in the time of Jesus. Faith requires us to put our minds, our hearts, and sometimes our legs in a different direction and to practice going in that direction again and again to find that joy that we hope for in Jesus. And this is what our journey of Lent is really all about. Moses went in that desert for 40 days, forty years with his people to build up a discipline of faith 
that led his people to hope and joy. And many years later, Jesus, our Christ, our Savior, spent 40 days in the desert to honor the journey of Moses. And Jesus was preparing for a, a hope that was bigger than a 40-day journey or a 40-year journey. Jesus was preparing for hope and joy that would last for all time, for all people, through faith in the living God's power and love. And at the end of his journey, his 40-day journey, weak, starving, and thirsty, you got a slide there, dude? Luke's Gospel tells us today that Jesus met someone. You could call him Satan. You could call him the devil. I call him the adversary. The adversary is the one who is full of lies. Lies that enslave us. Lies that are meant to trick us. Lies that taunt us. Lies that take the power away of who we really are and who we're really meant to be as children of God. The adversary whispers in our ears when we're weak and when we think that we're strong because of our own strength. The adversary is real. But everything that the adversary tells us is a lie. And Jesus knew this. The adversary tempted Jesus to show off the power of God for Jesus' own sake. And he promised Jesus all the power in the world, all the wealth in the world, all the strength in the world, if Jesus would just serve the adversary's lies. But Jesus was and is the Son of God and the Son of all humanity. The adversary had no power over Jesus, the Son of God. And as weak as the Son of Humanity, Jesus was, the flesh of our flesh, he was consumed by one thing and one thing only, the love of God, brought to earth by God. So Jesus brushed away the temptations of the adversary. His body was weak. His mind was weak. And he knew how weak we could be in the hands of the adversary. But the love of God is no match for lies. Amen? The love of God is truth itself. Truth that lies can never conquer. Not even death itself can conquer the truth of God's love in Jesus Christ. Anything else, my dear friends in faith, is just a lie. How much do you believe that? We're on a 40-day journey. And when? To find out. And there's going to be a quiz at the end of this journey. Just like Jesus got a quiz from the adversary at the end of his desert journey. And our quiz is called Easter. The grave is going to open. And hope and joy is going to spring up from it. Where the adversary had promised us it just could never come. Ever, ever again. Easter is coming. And so are the temptations to not believe that it is. Or to not care 
that it is. The adversary knows this. After Jesus beat the adversary's lies, Luke tells us that the adversary left Jesus alone until the next opportunity. If our faith is strong now, there will be another opportunity for the adversary to test it. And our faith will be tested again and again. Lies will come to challenge us again and again. But here's the good, good news. Jesus will be there for us and with us again and again on this journey of Lent. The love of God will never, ever abandon us in Jesus Christ. It is the one true thing that matters in all of life. Grow the strength of your faith in this new journey of life. Know that there will be a next opportunity that will test it. And know in your heart and in your church that we are journeying together towards a God who can save us from all the lies of the world in everlasting love today and always. Amen. Amen. Lord, forgive me for my character traits that are sometimes good and sometimes not so good. But I thank the Lord for being stubborn. Because sometimes it means that I just keep on keeping on. And I thank you for your persistence and your faith. We have a couple of prayers in our prayer book uh, for the family of Juris Petrillo, who are mourning the loss of him. We are praying for the family of David Marshall, as his family mourns their loss. We pray continually for our United Methodist Church, that hearts may be healed and grow in grace in ways that we can not imagine or even ask for. <coughs> and I trust in that grace. My prayer is to be strong enough to love my husband and keep going on with our three children. I wish I will be able to give them all they deserve to make them happy. As for me, I just want inner peace and happiness. Thank you, Pam B. Bless you, my beautiful prayer. I pray Grandma Wendy gets better. Love. Can't quite make out the name. But I don't think that we need the name. We just need to pray for Wendy and her beautiful grandchildren. Let us pray together. Lord of our strength, Lord of everlasting love, Lord of pure and holy love, we thank you for all the gifts of grace that you have given us. We thank you for these blessed people who have been lifted up in prayer, who we pray are even now 
in the realm of your heavenly kingdom with you. Healing your assurance and hope that will last beyond all time. We thank you for faithful people in this church and churches all around the world that have come to open their hearts to the possibilities of your love in Jesus. We thank you for our nation, as imperfect as it may be. We are all perfectly willing to try to be a part of it and to find truth and love in the middle of it. We struggle with that, O Lord. Rebuke the adversary in our midst and help us to find the purity of your love and truth in the middle of all our struggles. And strengthen us in our Lenten journey as we seek deeper and stronger faith with one another together that we may be safe and holy through you and you alone. Give us this power, we pray, in your Holy Spirit as we pray the prayer that Jesus taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Bless you all and bless your love and bless the love that touches your life in Jesus. Let's celebrate that love now as we offer our church our tithes and offerings to spread God's love throughout the world. for a blessed and joyful and sunny worship on this day. Let's bring that warmth and sunlight into this rainy day, and don't let nothing get your heart down. Let's save this charge to keep together. Seek the strength and the love of our saving God in Jesus Christ this day and always. Grow it. Hold on to it and never let go. And now, 
Blessed fellow children of God, may the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord shine God's countenance upon us and be gracious unto us. And may the Lord lift up God's shining and amazing countenance upon us and grant us peace now and forever. And may the people of Easter sunlight say joyfully, Amen! Amen.